This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Halley. Here's today's headlines. DPR gets grilled. Drought hits salads and jobs. Ag ministers address food crisis. DPR pressed on expanding enforcement authority. The Department of Pesticide Regulation took heat yesterday from GOP Assemblymember Vince Fong of Bakersfield over a proposal to expand its enforcement authority. The budget item would grant DPR more oversight if an agricultural commissioner is not fulfilling his or her duties. That according to Julie Henderson. Yet the DPR director offered no specific examples of conflicts with ag commissioners and said that it would only be an extreme case where action is not being taken. She instead pivoted to her second point for the proposal that it would allow DPR to pursue, quote, bad actors across counties. Fong struggled to understand why DPR would not simply increase the current penalties without expanding its authority if the agency was not having problems with commissioners. In DPR's defense, Assemblymember Steve Bennett of Ventura was not concerned over the lack of evidence for commissioners failing to enforce laws, but said he feels it could be happening. But Ag was not convinced. California Farm Bureau policy advocate Taylor Roshan said the proposal is not based on an immediate or serious need. She noted that farmers have maintained a 98% compliance rate and adhering to pesticide laws and regulations. Remember, the relationship between DPR and commissioners has been fractured since 2020. The previous DPR director had attempted to wield his authority over the Kern County Ag Commissioner to convince him to comply with the request from environmental groups. And on that note, lobbying on behalf of farm groups, Louis Brown pushed back on DPR's proposal to raise penalties to match inflation. He reasoned that matching inflation could make sense for fees, but not for penalties. House Republicans near here Western drought woes. Republican members of the House Natural Resources Committee heard testimony from several California farm interests and a drought forum yesterday. Bill Diedrich, president of the California Farm Water Coalition, offered a bleak portrait of the food supply issue. Every acre going unplanted this year, he said, equals a loss of 50,000 salads. Diedrich and several others calling for speeding up of construction of sites reservoir, along with other storage projects. Kings County Supervisor Doug Verboon said the drop in tax revenue comes at a time when unemployment, homelessness, crime and inflation are at souring heights. Adding to that, David Guy, president of the Northern California Water Association, said permanent farm jobs are already being lost in the Sacramento Valley. Food costs jump again in April and higher dairy and poultry prices. Supermarket prices jumped another 1% in April, led by sharply higher costs for chicken, dairy products, and eggs, and are up 10.8% over the past year. That's according to the latest Consumer Price Index. The continued food inflation helped fuel a three-tenths percent increase in the CPI for April, helping offset a decline in energy costs, that according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The overall CPI is up 8.3% for the 12 months ending in April, which was an improvement 
over the 8.5% increase for the 12-month period ending in March. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Biden, G7 seeking to boost fertilizer supplies. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is in Germany through this weekend meeting with his G7 counterparts. President Biden was with Secretary Vilsack in Illinois yesterday. He said the ag ministers will talk about actions, quote, we can take to increase fertilizer supplies globally while also making the case against food export restrictions. Vilsack is headed to Poland on Sunday. Further talks on the impact of the war in Ukraine. Biden said the war still threatens food security in Africa and the Middle East, citing 20 million tons of grain stuck in silos in Ukraine because of the war. USDA prioritizing precision ag. President Biden announced three new steps to help farmers boost crop production and deal with soaring input costs yesterday. That includes increased technical assistance to promote precision agriculture methods. Now, not many details of the plan are available, but a USDA spokesperson says the department will be prioritizing precision ag within the Environmental Quality Incentives Program and the Conservation Stewardship Program. Top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, called the president's latest measure, quote, a positive step. But Bozeman said it'll take years for the benefits to be realized. Now, keep in mind, supermarket prices jumped another 1% in April and are up 10.8% over the past year. That's according to the latest consumer price index. Republicans demand EIS on 30 by 30. Some 21 Senate Republicans are calling on the Biden administration to stop work on its 30 by 30 initiative until it does an environmental impact statement and discloses the legal authority behind the effort. Biden has committed to the administration trying to conserve 30% of U.S. land by 2030 as a way to address climate change. Despite the lack of transparency and promised consultation, 30 by 30 is moving forward outside the scope of public review the senators say in that letter to the White House. Administration sets permitting plan for infrastructure projects. The Biden administration action plan to expedite environmental permitting for infrastructure projects while ensuring protection of natural resources and vulnerable communities is being panned by the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association. NRECA said the plan unveiled yesterday fails to deliver the necessary reforms to streamline environmental reviews and permitting of electric transmission and other projects to modernize America's electric infrastructure. The plan intends to accelerate permitting through early cross-agency coordination and establish clear timelines for projects funded under the bipartisan infrastructure law. CFTC looking into carbon markets. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission is holding its first-ever meeting on carbon markets next month, that to discuss the supply and demand for carbon offsets. With the emergence of derivatives that are tied to carbon credits, the June 2nd meeting will focus on such issues as standardization and the data needed to back up claims about the offset's impact on emissions. As companies increasingly turn to the derivatives markets to manage risk and keep pace with global efforts to decarbonize, I look forward to the CFTC's facilitating these discussions, said 
CFTC Chairman Rostin Benham. Our goal is to foster innovation and crafting solutions to the climate crisis while ensuring integrity and consumer protection. Finally, here's today's He Said It. I stand here today to thank American farmers who are the breadbasket of democracy. You really are. That President Biden talking about the importance of U.S. ag production and light of the war in Ukraine. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.